and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, we're back with Mr. John Ernstberger. And the Den of Thieves, baby. And the Den of Thieves. But, but, but we brought over Mr. Brock from the Bourbon Bar. I know. Right? I, I have to come visit every now and then. That's, That's right. right. And then, Jared, what's going on, brother? Hello. Welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. My name's Scott <laughs> Minton, and I like the... Never mind. <laughs> I like to do lots of stuff. <laughs> I, I do like something to, taking. I do like. To, I, I do like to never mind. Oh, I'm going to leave it in there. I don't care. <laughs> I should have been like, and I like to beep. <laughs> anyway, we are going to taste through the most recent set of releases, and we're, we're, this is going to be a couple episodes. Well, I guess they're not all releases. This of what? Releases. Yeah, they're not all this year's releases, but there's but, some of them. But are. I guess they call it the Black Friday beer release. Yes, this is the Black Friday beer. This is a uh, Goose Island's uh, Bur- uh, Bourbon County Stout releases. Uh, we have on the lineup. We have the 22 uh, regular release. Uh, we have last year's uh, Elijah Craig uh, release, uh, which is a Aged one year in Elijah Craig small batch barrels, and then aged another year in uh, the Elijah Craig toasted barrels. The third one we're going to be doing is going to be the uh, 2019 release of the uh, stout finished in Rittenhouse Rye uh, whiskey barrels. And the fourth one is going to be the uh, 2021 uh, release of the uh, Cherrywood uh, variant. Damn, this Goose Island is good. The first holy, one, holy crap, man! It's got some caramel. It's got some mm-hmm. rich stout, like that, uh, nice malted um, flavor in there, like, and and then it's it's just just the perfect amount of hops for a stout. Like it's great. got a little bit of hoppiness, but not very See, much. See, I don't at all. get much at all. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like the perfect amount. I bet it's probably like 20 IBUs. It's, it's probably in that ballpark. Yeah, it's it's really low IBUs. But the, the thing that I've always liked, enjoyed about stouts is just that chocolatiness that kind yep. of lingers mm-hmm. after yep. you finish. So an IBU is the, like an equivalent to it, it's integral, integral bitter like units, which basically proof. just tells about how much bitterness is in the beer. Oh, so okay. you, when you start drinking IPAs, they have a higher IBU content mm-hmm. and then the lower they are typically gets into like your stouts, your porters, things to that nature, or like ciders, like things that don't use any at all, any kind of hops. Okay. Interesting. So interesting. Yeah. Standard beers, you're looking at maybe 20, to 30 IBU or less. Yeah. Right. It, and then, but anything, once you start hitting over that 30, that's whenever you start talking about your IPAs. IPAs and then once you hit, start 60 and 70, you're talking about double IPAs. Mm-hmm. And there's even some IBUs that hit up to the hundreds, yeah. which are your like triple IPAs, which I mean. <laughs> Do- Dogfish Head makes a 120 IBU. Jeez. It's like a crazy, no, crazy. Thank the, you. So, so the funny thing about it is, is actually with it being, it, it's actually so hoppy that it doesn't taste hoppy. It's the weirdest thing I've ever like tried. Like it surpassed the level of yes, like, like that your taste buds kind of exactly. Pick up on. You get at the point where you're like, damn, like it doesn't taste as hoppy as like some of the like sixty or seventy IBUs that I've had. Plus, they also dry hop. They don't. They don't wet hop. So there's a little bit of a hopping differential on how they do that. So it makes it a little bit different. And now do I'm getting all geeked out on beer, man. And I'm usually the bourbon. Do guy, they, which is funny. But do they bunny hop? <laughs> if you drink enough of them, go, go if, after If you drink enough of them, they could. Those are like 16, 18% alcohol Jeez. by volume. They're, they're, they're stout as hell. So, so you say that um, when Morgan and I were up at Fistful of Ale one time, okay. they had a, I, I want to say it was a quadruple IPA. Yeah. And when I, I think I did a flight just for the hell of it and um they the bartender was telling me yeah I, I was like i don't you know really like ipas or anything hoppy she was like well try this one because once you get to so many different you once you get to like 
I think she said three or four or whatever it was, it starts to get sweeter than it does hoppier. And so you saying that, and, and it was the same thing. It right. Was, it was actually not bad. Like, it was bearable. Yeah. So, so that's what kind of happens. You get to a point of hoppiness where it almost, like, negates some of that bitterness. And mm-hmm. almost it almost creates, like, a false sweetness, which is kind of weird. The other thing about it was uh, they do the Belgian quads, like the Belgian ales. Yes. They have our quads as well. They're yep. considered quads. Yep. You get Belgian quads, triples, and all those different ones, which to me, dude, nobody makes better better beer than the monks. Oh, the absolutely. Belgian monks. Yes. Boy, I love that stuff. Like St. Bernardus and all those guys out there. So, I mean, if you can go further back, like Meads, they, they origin there yep. too. Oh, okay. I'm going to try For sure. This. Now, yeah. mead is basically wine that's made with honey, but then they ferment it to turn it into beer. Like, oh, they bubble it and stuff. I did not, that I did not know. Gotcha. I've always heard mead. I just never really knew what it was. Yeah. Just honey. I knew the it was, monks I knew it was were the sort original of beer, brewers. Yeah. yeah, mead is the OG beer. OG because beer. Uh, because whenever you look at, like, things that were usable to create beer and create alcohol at mm-hmm. the time, and especially in the Middle Ages, the most sweet thing that they had available was honey. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So it was one of the OGs. So I'll have to figure out what it is, but there is a YouTube channel that's really good. That's like a living history channel, and they actually have people dressed in period accurate clothing, making beer, making mead, using the techniques that they did hundreds of years ago. It's really fascinating. Right, I'll figure what that out. So this first one is what, like fourteen point seven proof? I mean, percent alcohol by volume? Right about there. Yes. There's some chocolate, a little like some maltiness, some sort of like a spice on there. Yeah, for sure. Like right on the tip of the tongue. I would almost equate it to almost like a clove-esque type, you know, some 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 of those baking spices that kind of come through. Because it's like it's like hitting my tongue, and it's like it's like popping like pop rocks right right on, my, right on the tip of my tongue. You were right though that the, the hops just kind of bounce over your palate, but they don't linger there. It's very strange and yeah. really tasty. And it's nice. I mean, I get it kind of like a velvety creaminess that kind of is left over as you drink it. Yep. The funny thing is, you know, I mean, these come in what sixteen ounce bottles, sixteen point nine, something like that. Uh, just over a pint. They're like about twenty ounces. They're like okay, specialty so bottles, like twenty. I mean, for your average beer drinker, I mean, like this is like drinking four beers. I mean, that's what most people don't realize. I mean, when you start looking at you know ABV and and, and everything else, I mean, so these things are very stout which you know no pun intended <laughs> what wow. can you say that again for our <laughs> listeners scott <laughs> so i mean no pun intended for sure so. well that and the barrel age beers have started creating such a craze recently because uh many uh distilleries have been selling their uh barrels uh yeah to them so they can get more money you know, right. they can have a constant income i'm sorry of those barrels i mean even second and third use of these barrels to yeah. be good so i'll tell you the the one place that's super super unique and i don't know if you've ever tried it there's a place called new day up in uh, indianapolis they make mead and they do a what's called a magpie mm. and it is it, it's called the breakfast but it's raspberry chocolate and coffee and then they finish it in a bourbon barrel a vanilla bourbon barrel and like it's the craziest thing you've ever tried. They're that like, sounds wicked. They're like sixteen percent alcohol by volume, but man, it's delicious. Man, it's so good. But that coffee mixed in with that mead, oh, delicious. Oh, and I'm that. almost getting a little bit of that with this, like a little bit of a coffee flavor. So just like just like a hint, just like a it's hint. almost it's almost like an aftertaste. I prefer yep. that, that it, where it's not like so prevalent forward. This having that coffee because sometimes it it can be almost like the coffee like a bad coffee grind if it's not balanced well. Or overpowering. Or overpowering the actual malty chocolateness of it. 
Well, some people don't like the taste of coffee, so a lot of people wouldn't like wouldn't like. Yeah, it would be off putting for some people yeah. for sure. Like Nick's not a big coffee guy. I'm not a big coffee guy, but if it's just like very subtle mm. and accentuates the the flavor, it's not that bad. It's it's, get, it's like a tiramisu. It's yeah. just like it's just it's kind of there, but it's not taking charge. So yeah, is yeah. is the term stout just used as like a general over encompassing term for? these styles of beer yes, yes. It's, it's similar to like a porter you know you have your porters you have uh your marzans hefeweizens mm-hmm. lagers you know ipas it's just a standard way to create the beer and then within this stout category there's different levels of stout like you could have a milk stout or an oak oatmeal oatmeal stout, oatmeal stout yes or oat there are oat stout so it has a lot to do with what grains you're using so typically your stouts are much heavy much more heavy in different type of malts um and that's how they kind of get to that flavor profile that you're looking for but and, like and you darker. said yeah yeah and then so like you'll have a chocolate malt or a chocolate um you know cascade or whatever those type of things are and then like with the oatmeal stout like they'll have oatmeal and then they'll have or they'll have oats and then they'll have chocolate they'll have stout with it i mean malt with it and other things like that so then when they make that 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 beer then once they ferment it and then like like what you know nick said in this situation they are finishing it in you know the actual whiskey barrel so then that's what's really really giving it that heavy heavy pop because probably when they go in the barrel they're probably honestly around 10 percent alcohol by volume but they're picking up you know four or five six percent from that barrel Oh, absolutely. And you still get, get a little bit of that char, and you even get some of that bourbon uh, smell uh, that you get from probably that aged. Yeah. I don't know how, I, you know, honestly, I don't know how that long they age it on there. A uh, few of them have it stated, but not many. But I would imagine it would be somewhere between three to nine months. I would say probably, yeah, I was going to guess six to nine months is probably what I was going to guess. And then I bet there's probably some that like go crazy and probably put them in nine to 12, just depending on, you know, what the, what, what this what brewery is doing it you know i think goose island kind of sticks in that six to nine month range though except for the one, next one we're about to try this is, elijah craig is this crazy is, the elijah craig is actually done in two for two years okay it is one year in the small batch and then one year in the uh toasted barrel Ooh, okay i was gonna say that's weird because like it's got a little bit of like a, a toasted like smell to it like a little vanilla I was a lot, say, a lot more vanilla. Vanilla. It's got it's got a weird like marshmallow like uh, mm-hmm. like graham crackery type thing going on. It's totally. As soon as I smelled, it, I'm like totally different than the first one. Yeah, very much. Yeah. And this one's what 16 percent alcohol by volume. Yes, this is the highest one. 16. You get a lot more ch- little, not a lot, but a little bit more char kind of a yeah. A note more on char, there. more chocolate. Yeah, it's would, got some I, more density. I would actually hope to actually get a little bit more of that char for the amount of time that it is spent in. Two sets of barrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. And it's dark. I mean, this is like black. So maybe I missed it. It's like charcoal. What what was the first one aged in? Standard Goose Island will kind of grab anybody who sends them barrels. Right. And it can be very random. And it changes from year to year. But they try to get a bunch of barrels and do the same one for their release. They don't like to mix it up. But if they get, like, chances to get... You know the Elijah Craig okay, barrels okay. or the the Rittenhouse yeah. Rye barrels and okay. stuff. They'll do it. They've even done uh, last year. They did Blanton's and also they were mm-hmm. able to get a hold of a uh, one of the uh, yeah, Old Forester uh, 150th oh, anniversary okay. ones last year. And then the year before that, they did the they did a birthday bourbon and a Weller 12. Did they well. ever do oh an E.H. Taylor one? This might no, be the first time not. I've ever said this, but I I really like Elijah Craig in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't hit higher than its. Uh, no, I mean, IBUs. dude. No, there's a percentage so, of your listeners that just fell out of their chairs <laughs> listening to that. So, but like, so 
it's so weird. Like, it's funny. I can actually kind of taste that Elijah Craig type mash bill that's kind of in there, that like mm-hmm. heavy rye, but like it's it's so smooth. It's like creamy. It's, it's creamy. Yes. It's got so much like just mouthfeel. And, but it has that kind of that slap of hoppy right on, like, or that, um, that dancing on the, the bottom of the mouth when you first take a sip of it. Oh, there's a strong chocolate note. Oh yeah. Way it's stronger super than strong. the first one. Yeah. It's a lot of chocolate. Oh, it's got yeah. some, got some notes of, uh, what I would call the toasted, the yeah, toasted that, that comes toasted. so much, mm-hmm. so strong. Yep. It's almost like, like I said, it's, it's just weird, man. Oh my goodness. So Jared, oh, have I, have, have I now turned you off to any other beers outside of this after having this experience? <laughs> That is no, because I could not have many of these. <laughs> oh, these will put you on your ass. Like, and not even like even not even just because of like the the IBU level of these and whatnot, but just because they're so hefty, it, it's like I can have one and like that's it. Like I'd have to go to something else. I could not drink. I mean, you know, the the, the, the price point just for that uh, the, this year's release was uh, thirteen ninety nine wow. for for a single bottle. One bottle. Well, yeah. I can go buy a case of Mick Ultra for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it still comes in a lot underneath. What was it? The uh, Sam Adams Utopia, which was two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, now the Sam Adams <laughs> U- Sa- the what Utopia now? comes in around twenty three, twenty four percent though. Like they get higher. They oh do, no, they but, get higher. Yeah, but the I think the OGs were like twenty three, twenty four percent alcohol by volume. Okay, but so it's beer. And enlighten this novice over here. What so is Sam, Sam Adams. Adams so it's it's Utopia. So it looks like a genie bottle. Would oh, be that, the best way I can kind of tell you. But like the the OG ones, but that that came out. I want to say we're probably like twenty, maybe twelve, twenty thirteen. I think uh, I think uh, maybe 20, so closer to twenty fifteen. Okay. Was, was I think one of the first what, within that range right, right there? Oh, yeah, that's so cool. So, Jared just <laughs> got a hard it up. Over there. He's looking it up. <laughs> so anyway, so these things came out. It's it was a super cool bottle and that was kind of the novelty behind it originally but they also are like 750 milliliters so it's like a like a bourbon bottle but it's you know that but literally like 200 bucks a piece you know wait so it's a beer it's beer it's beer yeah and it's but like it's tw- 750 milliliter bottle yeah so yes. it's in a big it's in a wine bottle or shaped like that right but but yeah and it's like 20 something percent alcohol by volume so how quickly do you have to drink it um, so they will like, tell you how bad's it. How, how, so it, it, I've had some that was like six, eight months old and it was still good. Okay. But it was refrigerated, you know, kept well. Mm. You need to keep it dark. Does it have like keep, keep it, it dark and cold. Does yeah. it have, I assume it has like some sort of cork, I assume. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There's a seal. Do you okay. put gas in it at that point to help keep that? I've never known anybody that did that. Um, but I can tell you this, I've seen, I've had a couple that were that old. Most of them don't make it through the night. Usually it's just two of us or three of us, and we just kill an entire bottle, and then we go drink something else. If so you're if you're able, it's just yeah, two hundred well, something else. I'm able. I don't know about you, everybody else. I'm able. Wait, how many IBUs was this thing? Or um, percent by alcohol? Or? Alcohol by volume. Like they, they were anywhere from like twenty three to like thirty. I mean, yeah, I, I've seen it release up to thirty. That's wild. Damn. So yeah, we're so, drinking we're drinking basically half of that. Yes, at the, exactly. At the, at the most. Yeah. Damn. But those things are aged for, you know, I want to say like 18 months at a bourbon cask. I mean, like they, they, they are aged and they, when they go in, they get, they're high. Like, I don't know what they're, I don't know what the mash or the grain bill on those things are, but they're crazy. Yeah. They're, they're, they're crafted and that's why they go for that, that high price points. They, they, this is their coveted baby that they take Mm -hmm. care of. 
This yeah. is their old Forrester birthday bourbon and their Absolutely. Oh, yes. This yeah. is their yeah. GTS. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I've ne- I have honest to God never heard of that and before you, in my you will life. Ra- you, will, you will rarely ever see them. They are, they are such a limited release. Mm-hmm. Typically, each state only gets a handful of bottles. And I'm and I, when I say a handful, I'm saying like less than probably 100, I would guess. Yeah. See, now last year on the we Black Friday, the they had castles. three right. at the liquor barn I went to. Right. Oh, really? And a lot of people passed on it. Yeah. Not really. Not, really? Yeah. Yeah. But, but not you. I'm no, I actually passed on it because I was like, <laughs> I already knew what the price points I was going to be buying that day. I mean, at two hundred bucks, I mean, you can buy a really nice bottle of bourbon, and yeah. it's going to fuck you up way more than <laughs> <That's> <laughs> than, than that bottle of beer is going to. But for some of those beer snobs, that's that's like their holy grail that they will look for. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. definitely. So, so what's the secondary for? Do we buy one and then sell it? I don't I'm think there's kidding. much. There's not much of a secondary market on those Utopias. You'll see some that will. If you find some older ones, you might find some secondary value yeah, yeah, on yeah. them, just because they're so old and some of the OGs type stuff. This Elijah Craig, I mean, it's like I said. I mean, it's it's delicious. I it mean, it's does not tons. drink sixteen. No, not at all. No, I mean, you know, maybe ten, eleven. I was gonna say nine, ten. I yeah. actually think this is a little bit smoother to drink than the first one. It, yeah. it is. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. No, 100%. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But everybody's, I was, I was about to start taking a drink, but everybody <laughs> go, else is taking go a drink. Ahead. I was like, look well, at all this say, dead space. That yeah. is the problem with these compared to like sampling bourbon is I feel like I, I'm constantly drinking the beer as opposed to the bourbon. I just kind of yeah, you have to slow down with and enjoy that a little bit more. But yeah, no, this is super good. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Immediately, I like this way better than the first one. Yeah, everything comes through that you would uh, assume coming from Elijah Craig Barrel. So mm-hmm. it's you, you get those notes, those nice notes mm-hmm. that you wouldn't really expect to get. Like take that bad boy to Pound Town. I killed it. <laughs> Pound Town. All right, so the, the next one is the Rittenhouse Rye, and it is a fourteen and a half percent alcohol by volume. I wonder how long it's been in uh, that bad boy. How long it was in that barrel? If it I don't says. think it offhandly tells me right up right off hand. I, so. I still can't get over how good that is. That is such a good finish. And everything on that that last one. That's what she said. <laughs> I can't believe it. It was a great finish. I was about to say that was a setup and serve right there. Going Jared's going to bail out Elijah. <laughs> match point. Yeah, but the uh, Rittenhouse Rye was actually a 2019 release. Um, I had a local uh, store uh, last year. Still have a have almost a full case of these, and so I have a easy access to get to them. If no one knows what that store that is. Huh. That store shall remain anonymous. Anonymous for right now, <laughs> outside of the people here, but not the podcast. Me? Are you getting a little toffee on this? To me, it smells. This is going to sound stupid, but thinner, especially compared to the last one. Yeah, like it I smells. Mean, I, I, yeah, I could, I could get where you're coming off there. Smells but, rich, but I'm getting like, like almost like a weird, like sweet note to it. Not like typically on these things, you get kind of more of that caramel. Like vanilla smell. This is different, though. But it is different. That's what I'm saying. It's, but I can't, I can't pinpoint it. Like I said, it seems almost like it's like a like almost like a toffee or a, like a maple syrupy type. I was thinking either kind of like a maple molasses or even a partial honey. Yeah, yeah, molasses. I think you're right there, but it's definitely got a unique, uh, a much more molasses. unique nose it, than than the other two. It's thicker than the last one. It just it, it smells it, thinner though. It smells alcoholic. It smells yeah. a it smells boozy. thinner, but but taste thicker. All right, let me get in there and take a t- take <laughs> a, Let me. Let I'm me, not. I'm not smelling it too much, Scott. Let I'm me take a going right in and diving. <laughs> I guess so. He's like, I'm just going in. Going yeah, in. no, I, I'll agree with him. It, Coming it, in it, hot. It, it's not that it is very coating, but it does have a uh, a thicker mouthfeel to it mm-hmm. as you drink it. Now it doesn't coat and linger as much as a couple of the others. But it's all nice right there. A lot more spice. 
Yeah. It's got some more spice. I'm picking up more of the coffee element on this one. Yeah, coffee. There's some little bit of chocolate, some mm-hmm. coffee. I think it is maple. Uh, maple or sorghum or like something like in that molasses. Like it's that rich, dark sweetness. Now, I'm not getting much rye. I would think that I was from the Rittenhouse side of things. You know, I'm not getting a whole lot of rye. But I you're getting the spice from the rye, I think aren't I'm you? getting the spice from the rye is what I like think. Maybe I'm really spices. not getting that much spice. I'm not, I'm not, really? getting, I'm not getting that much. Huh. No. Okay. Yeah, mine's... I don't know if it's that, that coating and thickening. This is the oh. first time ever Jared and I are agreeing on something. Like, we're both getting like This will be spice. the first and the last, last time. time. <laughs> Scott's making sure he never is on the same same. What did Jared say? No, me. I don't believe that at all. No, but I like... It's I, the I, headphones, Jared. <laughs> it is. So, like, I'm getting like uh, almost like um, some of those weird baking spices, like that cardamom, like something in the, in that realm... Like little, like, and, and I tell you, it's got a super chew though. You're right, it is thick. You're getting some of the hops, and the hops might be what's doing it, right? But it is a hoppier beer than the other mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they use. I wonder if they're using Cascadia or if they're using Challenger on this. Not sure, but I, I mean, you know, I do get maybe it's it's it's, it's a, not like almost like a full nutmeg, but just like a tiny bit of a nutmeg finish I, on I it. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that for with sure. That finish that I'm just not digging. Just this one isn't for you. I don't know. And Goose Island's out of Chicago, right? Yes. Okay. Out of Chicago. I'm going to say this one Shot is just town. not not for me. Is there anything particular about it? I like. I don't hate the spice. A little bit more spice flavored forward. I think it's the hops. I think if there's just a little bit more hop to it. There's something with the finish that really is off putting. I think it's the hops. I think yeah. it is. I'll agree with that. Like I'm guessing this is probably in the twenty five to like, twenty seven IBU range. But it doesn't taste like, and that's what is really. Like you say hops, and I'm thinking like if I'm going and drinking an IPA and getting hops. Well, yeah, but like, you're not going to have is, that type of hoppiness to a, a style. I know, and that's what that's what I'm trying to wrap my head around and get get acclimated to. There's so. a little bit more bitterness, and I think that that's mm-hmm. where, like I said, you, you're getting a little bit more of the hops, and it could also be coming from the fact that it was finished in a rye barrel, not a high rye bourbon, right? Yeah, and and, th- and this has been sitting for three years, right? And it's three years old, right? Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, it was there was a 2019, right? Yes, 2019. So I mean, it's been a couple of years in the bottle, you know, but I, it's definitely developed some flavor. I don't know that I, I don't know that it's my least favorite so far. I just, uh, it's just, it is nice that they are distinctively different from each yeah. other, which is which is neat. We're yeah. trying to pick apart apart a bourbon where you're like, I don't know, they all kind of taste the same. Now, I now the interesting thing is that I'm actually been holding back a little bit for that that I have a vertical from 2017 to 2022. Dang, of, of these, and so I'm trying to going to invite one of my good friends over and uh, actually my boss at work, and you know he is a very big part of the Louisville beer snob community, <laughs> and it's one of those things of like going, I, I you know I'm probably invite a few other people over and just do this vertical from 2017 to 2022. Is he a logger or is he a one of those guys that actually brew it or is he just a, a beer snob? Uh, he he is a major beer snob considering that whenever he moved, he had to rent a minivan to move all of his beers in his beer cellar. I like it. Wow. I like it. I, I like that kind of guy. Hell yeah. I respect it. So yeah. That's he, legit. Yeah, no, he, he, he's uh, equal opportunity. So like, you know, say whenever he, he's a big Louisville fan. And so whenever, hey, whenever, whenever like Louisville went to uh, North Carolina, he, you know, he went to, he made a stop at Asheville, visit yeah. all the breweries yeah. and decide to bring a bunch of stuff back. New Belgium hmm. and all that. Yep. Yep. I've been wanting to go to North Carolina. All right. No, I'm, I'm going to polish this bad boy off, and I'm going on to the next one, which is actually the one I'm actually the most excited about in some capacity, 
because I'm wondering if this if the next one came out of the actual Woodford Reserve check cherry chocolate the chocolate cherry um, barrels that they did. So really, I didn't. Was that about that time around? Well, about 2020. Tw- yeah. In the 20. Yep. Yep. Okay. It was right around that time they they did a, a, a release on those. So I'm kind of anxious about this one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to let somebody else start sniffing on that one and give us a little bit of background on it. And then I'm going to, I'm going to chug down this, uh, what's left of this written house. And then I'm going to dive in deep on the other one. So, Oh, it's a very subtle cherry, cherry nose on this. And so, uh, this is a, uh, 2020 release. Uh, it was named, uh, uh, cherry wood stout, uh, clocks in at 14.2, um, from Woodford reserve. No, uh, it doesn't actually say anything outright of mm-hmm. what what barrels it was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it does it does say some notes on the uh, upper back, uh, but I'll kind of keep that quiet while you guys uh, kind of sniff and taste. Hmm. I don't really get. I don't know. Maybe it's. I, just, I don't get as much compared to the other three on the nose. If we're really if we're really evaluating the nose of a beer, which is I know it sounds really weird, but I'm getting some oak. Yeah, I'm getting oak and cherry. That's what that's what I'm getting. Oak, a little bit of cherry. I'm surprised I get the cherry because I don't have the best nose, but it's there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say it's like it's like like very prominent, but it's it's uh, sits it's, there. It's subtle. Yeah. So it's more like it's not it's not as much like your sweet standard cherries. It's more like your dark like those rich like almost like the cherries that you uh, you make your little cherry cocktail cherries out of. You know what I'm saying? Like the Yes, it's uh, like that Luxardos and all that type of stuff. That darker cherry, that faint hint of a cherry cordial, almost. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, but but it's not overpowering. It's not the focus of or uh, or, or chocolate covered cherries. Yes, like yeah, that type of cherry, that dark, like kind of like almost bitter. That's um, what I'm getting off the nose initially. I'm about yeah. to dive in. Yeah, I just dived in, and you know, I get a little bit more of the chocolate with like a hint of cherry. So it's not quite a cherry cordial because whenever you bite into that cherry cordial. You get the little chocolate, then all of a sudden you get the burst of cherry. Dude, that's a ton of chocolate on that thing. It's a ton. Yeah, but it, but it just that little bit of it, but that just cherry is just kind of mixed in just a little bit with that. There's a little bit of vanilla in there. Get a little bit of like caramel. Mm, that one's delicious. I really mm-hmm. like this one. I like mm-hmm. this one a lot. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. As opposed to that rye that had that either it's sorghum or molasses. This is a lot lighter, sweeter. Yeah, it's definitely got all kinds of stuff going on. The cherries that's there. Good. This to me is the first one I could say was like legitimately crushable. Yeah. No, and I wouldn't crush it not at fourteen point two. But but I'm, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Jared crushes it. Jared's on the floor. (laughs) Jared crushed. Jared is crushed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But you know, uh, this one brings back a little bit more of that mouthfeel, kind of that velvety uh, feeling as you kind of drink it. Is there? One hundred percent. Yep, for sure. Reminds me more of the Elijah Craig than it did the, the rye. Chocolate, cherry, yeah. little vanilla. And it's a rich vanilla, too. Like, I really get a lot of vanilla out of this thing. And to me, it's kind of like a dark chocolate. It's not like the, yeah. that, that, that oh, yeah, simple for sure. chocolate. Yeah. No, it's dark chocolate, for sure. Dark chocolate, dark cherry. Like cocoa. Yeah. As I'm drinking this, I'm liking it more. Because initially, I was kind of like, I don't really get much. It's okay. It's almost like it that baker's chocolate, dark chocolate. Yes. I'm liking this yes. a lot yeah. more now. Yeah. So, um... On the back of it, as you guys have kind of did, it says uh, subtle notes of stone fruit, which I'm not getting I'm much not of that getting stone that. fruit. Well, uh, cherry is a stone fruit, yeah, with all fairness. fairness What's a stone yeah. fruit, Scott? <laughs> Damn it, Jared, I'm going to punch you in the nuts. But uh, it does say dark cherry, which I think we all agree on, yeah. uh, and light wood tannins. Huh. 
But I think it, the the I think I'm, I'm surprised it doesn't say much more about chocolate. How about delicious tannins? <laughs> delicious tannins. <laughs> not a lot of char on this one. Do you think? No. 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 Yeah. No. no. I mean, I no. mean, there's there's not much caramel, you know, uh, through it. But you get your chocolate. You get. Um, I'm getting vanilla though. I'm yeah. getting a lot of vanilla. I mean, I don't know. And it might be the fact that, like, it's just, it's got a little bit, it's more subtle than the other ones. Like, it's got more depth. I see this like like a deep vanilla. Not, yeah. like, mm-hmm. not like that little light yeah. or the scented candles type of vanilla. It's like yeah, a Madagascar. Sure. Yeah, like Mas- Madagascar and vanilla. Yep, for sure. Yep. I li- I'm picking up what John's putting down. I like it. I like it. John's our beer connoisseur. I guess we're what we're figuring out here, man. <laughs> Chug a lug. I don't there. know. Every time shit. I turn around, I'm just every glass is empty. Every time I turn around, he's I was like, the guy. <laughs> like, 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 like. I'm just a guy like, filling like, the floor like, seat. Like. I know for sure, dude. That's like. my problem. With be- that is my. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. I just wanted to agree. Everybody agreed. Oh, I, we know Jared's always been the whipping boy oh, here. We love God. it. We love it though. Oh fuck. Um, damn! This, I, all right, I'm gonna rank these. I'm going <laughs> I was in. Smelling the water. God damn it! <laughs> He's already fucked up. He's smelling water. He's like, oh god, he this has be- got the crisp aroma. Of- and, and I will say, he's not Niagara finished Falls. all of his beers either. There's well, leftovers. I was waiting to go back and this maybe look, see. If it this is like Louisville back. pure tap <laughs> with a slightest bit of Brita <laughs> filtering. I believe this could be a it New smells, Albany based water. <laughs> smells like the Sherman Mitten when I drive over the bridge. Like, shh. Oh, shit. All right, all right. Yeah, literally, that's what it smells like, Scott. Shit. <laughs> Drive over and just get a nice smell no. of a fucking bathroom. <laughs> all right. I don't so, know what the hell they did to that. Thing. I don't know. So all right, I'm I'm gonna rank these, and I don't know if everybody's gonna agree with me. I'm gonna go number one. I'm gonna go with uh, the Cherry Wood Stout. Number two, I'm gonna go Elijah Craig. Number three, I'm gonna go Rittenhouse Rye, and then four, I'm gonna go with the Standard Bourbon. I'll go next. Um, I'm gonna go Elijah Elijah Craig all first, right. and then I'm gonna go. I'll probably go um, the cherry wood next. Then I'm going to go uh, the regular stout. And then I'm going to go Rittenhouse. Man. Jesus Christ. I can't believe I'm agreeing with Jared. Oh, man. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so the I, one I, and only time where anyone he, will agree with Jared. I, yeah, I'm going to say, you know, the Elijah Craig, it hit home. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. The oh, most. it's delicious. I mean, I, I'm not. I, I just there's something about this cherry and the dark chocolate, and you know, kind of that cocoa that's coming through on this one. I just, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying this one. Yeah, I've always been a toasted fan, so that that really hit home on this one. Cherry second, the the regular third, and I just think the Rittenhouse you would expect a little bit more from it. At least I wasn't getting much of the yeah. rye. I know you guys were, yeah. but that's why it put me in fourth. It put me third because only because of the spice. I felt like I had a little bit of extra spice to it. But go ahead. All right, John, you're last. Bring it up the rear. So I'm kind of in between both of you guys. Um, I'm going to go with the Cherrywood first, then the Elijah Craig, then the original, and finishing out. Gotcha. Because right. I was just really okay. disappointed that I didn't pick up more okay. from that rye. No, I get it. I get it. See, I picked up too much. So me and you agree on the the cherry wood style, but absolutely. But you agree with them on the other. One. All right, no, I, I can take that. I can. T- I, I'll take my L very graciously. Suck it. Suck <laughs> it. You suck it. it. Suck, suck it. it. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's our review of these uh, Goose Island Bourbon County Stouts. We're going to do another one of these uh, probably next week. I know Nick said he's got another lineup of these bad boys that we're going to try through. I think they're more of the the 
the specialty ones that have weird flavorings and stuff like that. So I uh, hope you enjoy these. If you have any questions, make sure you send them to bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com or you hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or the Twitter. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on either iTunes or Spotify or whatever your favorite social or whatever your favorite uh, podcast medium is. This is Scott, John, Nick, and Jared signing out. Peace out. Peace. Happy so drinking. Birds.